Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We've had a hell of a week in this country with the weather. Really serious and cold weather. And we're heading for the annual SADS period. That was that seasonally adjusted disorder something or other. When people get depressed because it's cold, so it's time to warm things up a little bit with uh, an infusion of some golf and a traditional rite of passage into spring. And, of course, that to me is always the Masters Golf Tournament at Augusta National. And um, we have from bookmaker.eu. We speak periodically with the folks at bookmaker.eu. We have from them the odds on the world's greatest golfers, chances of or the odds of them winning the Masters Golf Tournament. And joining us is uh, Brian Blessing. Brian is an odds consultant for bookmaker.eu. Brian, thank you very much for the time. My pleasure, and I love the public service aspect of trying to warm people up when there's snow on the ground thinking about Augusta. It's my job. It's my job. It's what I do. Well out. It's my well job. Hey, I almost had a chance to play at Augusta one day. For real. I uh, I knew the well, I, I knew the, I used to interview the mayor of Augusta, Georgia, and his family history at the time. He was he was born in Montreal, and I was from Montreal. So we, he and I had a conversation, and we got a lot. You know, we got to know each other a little bit on the phone. His dad was a member at Augusta National, and he said he was going to try to get uh, a friend of mine and I out to uh, to play the course. We were all set to go, and at the last minute, you know what happened. Eh? <laughs> well, short short of winning the lottery, I guess. Yeah. Um, if I had one bucket list thing at the very top of the list, I do believe would be to tee it up just once at Augusta National. Wouldn't so, that be? <laughs> the fact you were close is good. Well, I'll tell you, we were all set to go, and then somebody grabbed the corner of the rug and pulled. <laughs> uh, I, I did play Oak Hill once, uh, like 10 days after the U.S. Open. Uh, and it is amazing uh, the setup, and uh, that's one of the true treats, though, is when you, you get a chance to play on the courses that the guys are at, and say, "I've been there," or "I know what kind of shot they face." That's right. Um, but uh, there's there's something about Augusta, though, that everybody knows every hole and what the what the golfers face. So let me ask you, how do you do what you do? And if you you know this golf course, and I mean you have the golf course has to be part of the equation when you're setting the odds for who's going to win. And I heard somebody say a couple of years ago, one golfer, one PGA tournament winner, not not I hadn't won the Masters, but he'd won some tournaments. He said, Look, with that tournament, given the pressure, given the course itself, given the competition, you can eliminate ninety percent of the uh, of the players from from tournament content winning contention. Right out of the gate. I don't know how close he was, but how do you establish the odds? Well, the one thing with Augusta is, I mean, and maybe I'm dating myself here, but a great golfer like Lee Trevino you know, wanted no part of ever playing the Masters because he played a face. And basically every hole was set up against him because the way the course is set up, uh, the majority of the holes are right to left. So you've got to be able to move your golf ball, and it does favor guys that play a right-to-left shot, that they put a, put a slight draw on it. But the bottom line is knowing the biggest thing that guys like Nicholas and obviously Tiger now is, is knowing how to play the course. That you're, it, it, Guys that win the tournament, it's their misses that help them win. Because you know if you miss, the one thing is there are certain places you can't miss. So you've got to make sure that your misses aren't egregious. 
Okay. So that comes into in, in, into factoring who you like, and you like Rory McIlroy uh, out of the gate. He's your uh, he's your your number one choice. Why Rory? Oh, I, honestly, I, I apologize. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. That in terms of who I like to win is not, that's the thing. Who you like to win is not necessarily what the odds are. the The odds are where you think the money will come from. Uh, you're just trying to massage the money. So that at the end of the day, whatever result comes in, the house is not in a bad spot. Now, you know, McElroy, uh, he's sitting on the, the Rory Major. This is the one he's yet to win. He's been close before. But in terms of the big stage and, and what this guy does, clearly he brings it. Books Kepka now is just a major machine. But the actual overlay at 12 to 1 is Tiger. And you alluded to it, Roy. Um, what you saw in China, what you saw in the President's Cup, this guy is every bit as good as uh, the young guns, and yeah. he has the working knowledge how to play at Augusta. The only thing with Tiger, it basically comes down to how is his body feeling that week? If he's feeling good, if the weather's cooperative, uh, he's got every bit of shot to, you know, to wear that green jacket again. Uh, but we saw it, played great at the Masters, but then he went to best page black, and it was cold and wet and dank, and his body was a basket case. And he, he, was, he wasn't a contender. Um, the Tiger, I like Tiger more than Rory if he's feeling good. So you've got, uh, you've got Tiger at 12-1. to 1. You've got uh, Brooks Kepke at 10-1 to 1, and uh, Rory at 9-1. to 1. So for the, uh, for the person who isn't familiar with what that means and what happens if they put 100 bucks or 10 bucks or 2 bucks or 5 bucks on a player, what are the odds? What does 12-1, to 10-1, and 9-1 to 1 mean? If you put 10 bucks on Tiger to win the tournament, you'd win. Uh, $120 plus the 10 you bet. So you'd get 130 back. Uh, if you put 100 on them, then you'd win, uh, you'd win 1300 Uh, the 1200 you win plus the 100 you bet. So those are the basic, uh, premises. It's all based on $100. Okay. And is there a long shot, uh, dark horse favorite you like? Somebody that, I've, you know, you don't immediately think of. Oh, no. I've already, I've, personally, I've already played two long shots. Uh, both in excess of 100 to 1, and I, I did both of them about two, three months ago. One is Matthew Fitzpatrick, uh, and the other is Terrell Hatton, who uh, got a win uh, in, in a playoff about five weeks ago. And five seconds after he won the tournament, the first thing they said to him, about it wasn't about winning $2 million or winning a tournament. He said, I can't wait now for the day that I go to the Postal and I'm going to get the invitation to the Masters. Five minutes after this guy won his tournament, won $2 million, all he could think about was the Masters. Yeah. And I'm very partial to the Europeans, uh, and, I, and I do think that they, there are guys that can really uh, step up to the plate. Those are really, really long shots. I would give you another guy who's playing quite well at the moment, and that's the South African Louis Oosthuizen at 60-1. to 1. Uh, He lost in the playoffs to Bubba Watson. He has contended in this tournament many, many times. So you know, long shots are certainly very viable at the Masters. And, uh, Brian, you also have, uh, and let me come back to Tiger, you also have odds on uh, Tiger winning a major in, uh, in, in 2020, any major. Uh, you tell us what, that, what those odds are. Well, the bottom line is that would be, that would be skimmed down because you're getting four kicks at the can in, in the five-to-one five range the Tiger could win a major, and that would give you the shot at the Masters, at the British Open, at the U.S. Open, and at the PGA. So, you know, basically, he gets four kicks at the can on that wager. Okay. 
what is, what's your sense of, uh, and, and can you, if you wanted to put a wager on Tiger beating Nicholas's uh, record of 18 majors, could you do that? That's a great prop. Uh, some some places may have that up. The, the one thing with something along those lines is how long would you leave that bet up and how much action would it actually attract because people would be tying their money up conceivably for another three, four years. Mm-hmm. That would be the one rub of putting something like that that it probably wouldn't attract that much action because nobody wants to tie their money up that long. So uh, so we're looking at uh, Rory at 9-1, to one, uh, again, for the Masters. Brooks Kupke, who I uh, I think he's just an amazing golfer. Uh, he's a 10-1. to one. Tiger is 12-1. to one. And then there's a whole list of names, and you can find them at bookmaker.eu, bookmaker.eu. Brian, thanks for uh, taking— And, Roy, don't sleep on John Rahm. This kid's just winning everywhere he goes. Uh, the young Spaniard, he's got game. Uh, you see him on the board at 14-1. to one. Uh, he's another guy that uh, certainly can contend. But there's a learning curve. you got to know your way around Augusta, and the young guys, it takes them sometimes a bunch of years to figure it out. Well, I tell you, if I was going for a long shot, I'd be going with Tommy Fleetwood. What do you think? He's la- Are you laughing? No, no, I, I lost you, Roy. What'd you say? I missed that. I'm I, so sorry. I said if, if, I were going, if I were going for a long shot, I'd go with Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Tommy Fleetwood shows up on the major stage. I mean, he had an opportunity. He was staring down Kepka uh, in U.S. Opens, uh, very good in the British Opens. Again, the, o- the only rub with Fleetwood, again, is that learning curve where for many of these guys, it takes, you know, George Spieth was the exception, not the rule. I think for many of these guys, it takes them four or five years to play Augusta to know where you want to leave it and, and where you just can't, you can't be aggressive because, if you're overly aggressive and you make one bad miss, you can shoot yourself out of the tournament. But Fleetwood, absolutely, he's got the game to win it. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I may find 20 bucks. Hey, listen, you turn that 20 into 600. <laughs> Sounds like a way to make a, a, a good living. Brian, thank you so much for the time. Good talking to you. All the best. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure, Roy. Anytime. Brian Blessing at bookmaker.eu. And I'm always going to say this. Think before you gamble. Think before you make a bet. Think before you risk your money. There are people who can bet 10 bucks and be satisfied doing that and get away with just the the enjoyment of it. And there are people who just cannot. If you're a person who cannot, don't. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.